right, all right, all right. It's another Sunday afternoon as we bring you uh, two smoking guns on this uh, chilly, windy, a bit wet and... Uh, bit of a flat day, I reckon I've got to say. You've uh, got a very gravelly voice, oh, Scotty. Yeah, yeah, You've been yelling at the television. Oh, I've been yelling at it. This morning I was yelling at the television. <laughs> I, I had a remote in my hand, Rutsy, and it took, uh, took everything within me just to place it down on the coffee table rather than hurl it at the screen when uh, we were told that um, just be patient. Just, just be, we're nearly there. Yes. It's at 4.6. We are there. But you know what? It's uh, it's just not going to happen, is it, old son? So, uh, I, thought, I thought you might have been yelling like I was yesterday for my horses to oh, come home. Oh, I'll tell you what, I I got a few home, but I just had to. I had to yell, yell at a few yesterday. God, yeah, well, what a day's racing. Yeah, well, mine are, uh, mine are down at St Kilda today and uh, <laughs> taking children round. Yes, because that's about all they're bloody good for. <laughs> good afternoon to you, Rutsy. Good afternoon. <laughs> afternoon. How, uh, how are you? Oh, look, yeah, a bit like you, mate. A bit, little bit flat. Yeah. Um, I hey. thought today was the great reckoning. We were going to be upbeat. <laughs> we were going to sing sing our lungs out and play music and create a carnival atmosphere. <laughs> And now it feels like a bit of a more. Yeah, it does feel a little bit like that because um, we had the the grand final fiasco yesterday. Yep. And look, I mean, all I'll say about that, I think I've shared my views. um, I think you did. uh, (laughs) Quite widely. Um, But uh, they've had their fun with their night grand final. Right. They've had their experiment. And uh, let's make sure next year when it comes back to Victoria, it's back in its rightful slot at 2.30. Didn't like it? Didn't like it at all, mate. What time do you start drinking? <laughs> now, now we've actually got to the crux of the problem, though. <laughs> it's just unreal. No, I, look, I didn't like it. So well, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to football. I think football's about football, and it's not about entertainment. If you want entertainment, go see entertainment. You don't need entertainment at the football. What's wrong with the half? You know, with the grand final dash at halftime, or something like that, or or, yeah. or what they could have had up there was a grand final splash. They could have got surfboards out yeah, at well, halftime. They, they could have done that, couldn't they? I but mean, anyway, no, I'm not a fan uh, of it, so I'll just shut up because I think I'm in the minority. But uh, anyway, well, let's get it back. You're entitled to your opinion, old yeah. son. And what I what I did find, I mean, I was I was enjoying it at the time, and, and only on the basis. Uh, and I say that on the basis that I think entertainment with lights and it looks better at night than it does during the day. Sure. Right? So sure. I, I reckon music during the day is a bit of a hard slog unless you get unless you get the right the right crowd, Correct. you know, or the right crew. Um, so from an entertainment point of view, hmm. I thought better, um, but I thought the selection of the performers mm. was very polarising yes. in terms of the demogra- the very broad demographic that watches football. Correct. Because there was one song, I think I almost did fall asleep, that chap with the glasses. Yes, that kept they, them, they've got a few good songs as DMAs, but they didn't DMAs, play them. <laughs> right. Um, that's and it's pro- something a little bit more upbeat. That's problematic. So, um, But the guys before, who played before them? Oh, after them was Wolfmother. Oh, Wolfmother. That was all right. No, they, they, they were pretty good. So that was good. That was a good yeah. tempo, and but yeah, you can't um, you can't have all of the hysteria and then sort of flatten it, Correct. flatten it out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, um, I like 
a night grand final. I just reckon they've just got to fix the entertainment piece and not make it all about the entertainment. But yeah. if they're going to get entertainment, they make, make it good. Make it look really good. Yeah, yeah. and you know, get Paul Kelly and yeah, you know, get seriously. some decent series. I mean, I heard something. That I almost drove off the road the other day. There's a, a, another radio station in Melbourne who's currently um, asking their listeners to vote on uh, Australia's uh, goat. The greatest of all time for an Australian band. Hmm. Uh, have a guess where Paul Kelly came in. Where? Just have a guess. Oh, look, he'd be in the top ten easy. Thirteen. No, no way. No. It was hunters and collectors were outside of top ten. You're kidding. No, it was, and and it hasn't finished yet. So oh, I, think, yeah. I think tomorrow they're up to bed. No, well, I guess five. it's a, it's a demographic discussion like that oh, with, our, with our good friend who puts together his top thirty lists for me to take apart. Yes. <laughs> It's very democratic. It's very demographic based, uh, that sort of stuff. Anyway, we move on. But look, yesterday, yes. uh, a couple of high points from yesterday. Uh, Cox Plate was a good race. Oh, uh, cracking race. Cracking race. Yeah. And, I um, had the exacta. A very, very good win. Well, I was <laughs> up early. I got two trifectas early. Oh, nice. And I thought, hello, Rutsy's away on the wet here. Yep. And then uh, my form came crashing down as the scratchings and scratchings and scratchings. Oh. I had that many scratchings oh, right. that I had a bank of bonus bets oh. in the end because horses were pulling out left, right and centre, yeah, uh, both yeah, here. Yeah. And it was wet in Sydney as well. It was wet, it was wet, very, wet, wet in Brisbane, very, wet in Sydney, wet very here. Wet to Sydney. In fact, they, the Yarra Valley races got cancelled after race four. Just to said, we've had enough because well, they were swimming underwater I can there. Tell you, I, I was watching the pre-game uh, of the footy yesterday, which came up about half past four. So it was about half past, somewhere between sort of half past four and five o'clock. And they crossed over to, uh, I think, Brian Taylor, who's the, one of the commentators, and he's standing inside the uh, the Gabba, and I sort of looked past him, and there's all this white stuff all over the ground. I'm going, what, what's the white stuff here? Have they tipped stand? <laughs> it, it was water. Yeah, yeah. Mate, she was... <laughs> oh, no. she they was did well a, to get a game up I, last well, night. Well, I, I, at one point I thought, um, we're not going to be watching football. This will have to be water polo. <laughs> <laughs> just, and the way that they got rid of it was unbelievable. Because the, gr- the, the, the ground looked magnificent. So, mate, I've got an arc load of material today. Good. <laughs> and I Good. know you've got a bunch, of, a stuff. bunch of stuff. We're going to uh, dance around a whole bunch of things and... Um, well, uh, I'm going to just serve it straight over to you. and uh, you Well, can, I just you want to take you through. You, you, can, you can take the new ball. Yeah, I will. And apropos <laughs> of the Cox Plate, I just wanted to walk you through what the jockeys said about their oh, roles. I like that. So I yeah. like these yeah. little things because jockey speak is a certain vernacular that is only really common to jockeys and, and racehorse owners can and you get, trainers. Can you get the pitch right, too? No, I can't. Yeah. I won't be able to do this very well. So Bossy, Bossy, who's a bit of a legend jockey, he's, he's Fourth Cox Plate. It is. He was on the uh, Sir Dragonette who ran Come Home Beautifully. <sighs> He's gone with, I just couldn't have scripted the run any better. He just gave me a lovely ride. I was twitching <laughs> my fingers throughout the race and he was there for me. That's what he's going with. And yep. the, the armory, Ben Mellon, he <sighs> just struggled in the ground and I had to keep him wide on the fresh ground. Just got beaten by a better one on the day. Had his chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Russian, which uh, half of Melbourne were on, the Russian Camelot with D. Oliver on board. Uh, who didn't have a great race. But anyway, probably a bit too close to the strong speed from the barrier, but we did as well as we could. He was super brave, even when the first two came to him. Mate, he was uh, he was drawn the car park. He was drawn in the car park. <laughs> and it, it, I thought Ollie did. He went forward I early. Think, he had to, probably. But I just thought he because otherwise you end up down the back. Yeah. Well, and, you know, when you get a race of that calibre yeah. and they're not up to it, 
it, it's like trying to go around a roundabout. You it was know? hard because he couldn't force his way. I don't reckon he had much choice. I mean, I, th- I heard some dialogue around, you know, what was the ride really like, but I thought he put him in a, in a good spot. And um, The other two are too good. Yep. And then the fourth horse, Mugger 2, with John Allen on board. He's gone super. <laughs> Didn't get around the home bend great, but he batted on real good. <laughs> what? Did he not put his blinker on <laughs> to <laughs> turn left? Arcadia <laughs> uh, Queen, fifth Willie Pike. It was a sound effort. He's a, a man of few words, uh, Willie. Yes. Uh, fierce impact, Luke Curry. Went back from the draw. He got a good run through him, but he was empty late. <laughs> well, why didn't you feed him? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, Karen McAvoy. The ground went against her. She tried very hard, but she found it tough over that last furlong in the ground. It was pretty wet. Master of Wine, which yeah. I did flirt with, Michael Rod. He was very keen early, wanting to charge up behind them. He had no right to finish where he did as they sprinted and left him and then he came home late he's still a work in progress the horse is seven years old <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of progress left um and i think his best work old. might be done yeah. uh yeah. billy egan she went all right yeah. for her in that grade very good well clearly she's in the wrong grade <laughs> <laughs> came ninth um tenth buckers jamie carr who had a brilliant ride in the last he was disappointing he was very dour yeah, well. Yeah. When you come in 10th, you're giving a lot to say. 11, Aspatar, Damien Lane. Didn't handle the track or the conditions or the circuit. Well, a bit, bit of training be handy. Yeah, well, maybe run him somewhere run else. Run him somewhere else. <laughs> Humidor Craig Williams. He followed the winner up through the race, but he dipped and dived from the 1,200 onwards. He just didn't enjoy it. What, do you think he's a swimmer? <laughs> dipped, <laughs> dipped, dipped and, and dived. dived. <laughs> Should have been running. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Colding James McDonald. Oh, I love this. Yeah, this is the greatest one. Yeah. He doesn't go... He doesn't go this way around, simple. <laughs> so, are they actually, do you think they're born to either go clockwise or anti-clockwise? So clearly, don't bring him to Melbourne, race him at Randwick. Yeah, exactly. Very simple. Send him north. He doesn't go this way around, simple. <laughs> and uh, the, the one that came in last time, McDeal on board, was yeah. Grand Slam, and he just went with the not-to-be today. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, too. Well, that, what the jockeys said. Yeah, that's always no, that's, brilliant no, listening no, to the, the jockeys. Yeah, it's very good. The uh, Some of that vernacular is, uh, has a life of its yeah, own, I'm afraid. And then I actually heard um, I heard um, uh, Bossy being interviewed on the way back, and then uh, I just heard the name John O'Neill. Yeah, he's part uh, owner. So he's <laughs> part owner of this thing. So he's won the derby last November yeah. and uh, Cox Plate yesterday, and yeah. he's got another derby coming up next week. A couple of shekels on board, yeah, five it mil. Only, it was only 3.5 for the winner. 3.5 yeah, You get winner. about seven. Only, only yeah, you should yeah, say yeah, only yeah, 3.5. So, yeah, There's a couple of other owners in the syndicate too, apparently. Yeah, so. I, would, yeah I would have thought so. Yeah. Uh, Bossy gets uh, officially, officially uh, 10 or 5. I thought it was 10. Uh, maybe it's 10. 10 on the cup, maybe it's 5 for the oh, others. Oh, I don't know. But anyway, it's still good shekel. 250 or 500 for a couple of minutes work, but Correct. I mean, it's not quite that, but um, it's still pretty good coin, and that doesn't even include his riding fee that he would have been given. So. Correct, and we've got a couple of biggies coming up because yeah. we've got the derby. We've got derby next Saturday. Next Saturday, really which is lining up beautifully. Up. Yeah, it's good. And there's a, there's, a, there's a good little horse going around um, who had a win. Uh, I forget its name, but that'll, that'll be good. Had a win yesterday? Had a win yesterday. I forgot right. its name. I was going to bring it in. Um, and the Cup next Tuesday. Tuesday week. Tuesday week. Yep. And, of course, that's the same date as the US election. Oh. <laughs> 
So if you want, will it be wanna, over? If will it got, be over then? You've got, you got to have a multi and, oh. and, and have a winner of the cup into the winner of the U.S. election. Well, you got to you, you got to have a. Uh, Although you won't get a result on the U.S. election probably for a month <laughs> or more. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. So anyway, good, good days racing yesterday. Yeah. It was always good fun, yeah. and uh, that was probably the only thing that kept me sane yesterday waiting for the grand final was having something that to is, look at that was the thing it's the the wait the wait the wait yeah. and you can only imagine what it might have been for the players too i mean i know they played night games Do you reckon they got they, on the punt during the day oh i, I don't know <laughs> i hope they only got on the punt <laughs> some of them played as though they might have uh no anyway just leave it at that you leave um, it at that mate. Uh, there's enough of them in trouble uh, up in yeah, the hub yeah i think a couple of them got stage fright but yeah. uh, um, I, I had a I had a multi in that game. Did you? Yeah. You know what? I had a ten leg multi. A ten leg. <laughs> a ten leg. That's ambitious, mate. Well, but I had you know I had things like uh, Dusty to kick a goal any time. Yeah. Well, he kicked four goal any time. Should have got him to kick a goal uh, every quarter. Cochin to get fifteen or more possessions. Dusty to get fifteen or more possessions. So I reckon They're I all actually, pretty easy ones. So well, that's what I mean. Up, so when you, up. so then it was paying two hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So, so who, you, who, 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 what did you miss out on? Um, Basher Hawley oh, not yeah, getting fifteen. Didn't play well, no, I didn't mind. It didn't. No, not didn't play well. well. No, he had a shocker. Um, Dangerfield had a shocker. Yeah, and uh, don't reckon don't did you, don't you have fifteen possessions? I don't oh, reckon I don't he did. I think he did, mate. I reckon he had, he had uh, a shocker. Yeah, I reckon he only had about eight to half time, and he wasn't good after half time. No. So, anyway, uh, that's that is pretty much the uh, the footy done and dusted, mate. Um, Put it past us. Move on to next year. Yeah. Move on to the trade period and yeah. all that jazz. Yeah, that'll breathe a bit of life into it. Um, but uh, I did think about this article when I was watching all of that wet weather, and there was a croc attack uh, in, in Broome. Um, over the week, and uh, right. I am going up to Broome next year. So, right. Can, so this was in Pender Bay, which is which is a remote part of the Dampier Peninsula, about two hundred k north of Broome. Yep. In the Kimberley. Yep. Saltwater crocs in the area can grow to six meters. So we're going up there next Gee, year. We can have whiz. a look for big crocs. So um, this uh, this guy's attacked by a croc has called it the scariest thing in his life. Well, I would have thought so. Oh. <laughs> Is is this the bloke that sort of got a gash on his head? Well, he was spear fishing. Right, he's in right. his he's spear fishing. Right? Yep. He's, he's in the water yep. in a remote region of Pender Bay, creating when, blood. When the crocodile <laughs> struck and sunk its teeth into its his face, oh, his face, his face. Right. The man told Seven News the attack was the scariest he's experienced in his entire life. Oh, I'm glad he said that because if he didn't say that, I wonder what, what would have what, been. What, <laughs> what would actually scare the pants off this bloke? <laughs> I mean, he, uh, he, had, he had blood streaming from a cut near the eye. I was taken to Broome Hospital for treatment. Well, it's a How wonder he's still got his... have a crocodile hanging off your face? It's a wonder he's still got his head. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, breed him tough but up I mean, there, mate, in Broome. But do you know what? If they well, stupid. I was going to say, <laughs> there's a fair chance that there'd be crocs up there. I am going and, up there and I'm not going spearfishing. No, I'm don't telling go, you don't, that now. I'm I, staying right in the boat. Yeah, you need to be right in the middle of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, that's nuts. That's nuts. That is just nuts. So um, today, Scotty, yes. I thought what we'd do, we've got a lot of bunch of stuff to move on through, but I'm going to play songs now that we've got the 25k radius because we've been yes. granted permission to travel more than 5k. Yep. Our gracious leader. Yep. 
And um, that means we can visit suburbs of Melbourne yes. that we haven't seen for six months or so. Indeed. So I'm going to play songs about Melbourne today. Oh, brilliant. Hey, there's a segue you, for you. And here's one I'm going to kick us off with today. Yep. It's a song by one of our favourite bands, The Weddows. Weddings, parties, anything. Ah, we love The Weddows. Yeah. And it's a song about Flinders Street Station. Love Scotty. it. Scotty. Righto. Do you know a local hero? Nominations for the City of Kingston's Australia Day Awards are now open. 
You can nominate an individual or a community group if they've made a noteworthy contribution to the City of Kingston. Recognise their outstanding service and achievements by nominating them for an award. It's quick and easy to nominate. Just head to kingston.vic.gov.au forward slash Australia Day. Nominations close 5pm Monday the 9th of November. Southern FM sponsor. When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. Oh, hi. Nice day for a walk and a chat, right? We've been discussing organ donation, which I think is something we should all be talking about more. There's more people alive in Australia today because of organ donation, which is a great reason for more of us to say yes to donation. So why not register today at donatelife.gov.au and talk to your family and friends to tell them you want to be a donor. This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. Imagine never having seen the faces of your children. That was a reality for Thol, a Cambodian woman who went cataract blind when she was younger. Now imagine her being able to see her child for the first time. Imagine the joy on her face. We call it the Fred moment. And all it can take is a $25 donation to the Fred Hollows Foundation. If you'd like to make a Fred moment happen, then please donate at hollows.org today. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. Yeah, welcome back to the guns. Oh, uh, good now, tune. before that, yeah, do you like good the Widows? Good tune. Uh, yeah, a couple of lovely well. lyrics in there went about buying well. a bit of flake and, you know, going down to the lake. And finish, flake and lake. And finishing with the piano accordion. Oh, the piano that's accordion. Just, on, the, on the way out, it was a, uh, that's Is a good piece. Is there anywhere you'd rather be yeah. than with me at the MCG? Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. God, that'd be nice. Uh, one day, one day. <laughs> one day. We will get back to that ground. Hopefully it's for Boxing Day. Uh, now we did watch the grand final and um, less said about that the better but I was thinking about something nice I could say about Tigers and so this is what I have for you (laughs) Um, these majestic animals have padded through the earth's jungles grasslands and icy landscapes (laughs) for over 2 million years Tigers thank you Mr. Um, (laughs) a tiger's size uh, varies between species but some adults can grow up to three metres in length and nearly 300 k's in weight. Hang on. Three metres? It's ten foot. Yes. Big that's, tigers. That's, that's about the width of this studio. They can... They can tra- they, they, they're big. Seriously? But they're fast. They can move... They can go 45 Three k. Three metres in metres. length. Yes. Is that from the tail big, to big, the... Big that, Sumatran nose? tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Huge. So there's a metre of tail. Huge. So two metre cat. Right, yeah. still a big cat. They can <laughs> um, they can move as fast as forty five k to catch their prey, um, and they roam up to thirty two k a night hunting for prey, and which in, can, includes large animals like buffalo, wild pigs, and antelope. Yep. They are strong swimmers. Yep. Tigers have been recorded swimming up to twenty nine k across rivers. Strike huge. That's massive. Uh, they're naturally solitary animals. They only interact in the wild to fight, to defend their territory, or to mate. Three reasons. Three <laughs> reasons to leave your home. <laughs> to fight, to defend, or to mate. <laughs> 
Pretty simple. <laughs> now they let each they let each other know they're ready for mating by roaring and calling. Yep. This is a noisy business yep. because a tiger's roar can be heard from three k away. Wow. Um, so that's all right. And then uh, they're highly protective. They work hard to keep their cubs safe from danger. Um, a tiger pregnancy lasts three and a half months. Average litters two two to three cubs. Yep. Each cub has its own pattern of colours and stripes on its fur and skin. No two tigers will ever look the same. Gee whiz. Um, the same with zebras? You don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I think it probably is, you know. Yeah, possibly. Um, obviously, um, th- th- there is five subspecies of tiger left in the world. Right. Um, the Bengal tiger, South yep. China tiger, yep. Indo-Chinese, the Sumatran, yep. and the Siberian. Yeah, right. Sadly, three subspecies have become extinct. The Caspian, the Bali, and the Javan tigers. Wow. There is only 3,900 tigers remaining in the wild in the world. Is one of those a snow tiger? Yeah, yeah, it's a Siberian one. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a white one. Yeah, the white one. Yeah. 100 years ago, there were 100,000 uh, tigers, but yep. hunting and habitat destruction has driven them to near extinction. Yeah. And every day, tigers suffer through breeding, capture, poaching, and captivity. Approximately 12,000 are kept in cruel, captive you know, conditions yeah. worldwide. Some yeah. for bread, uh, some are bred for their body parts to use in traditional Asian medicine, etc. So, um, anyway, if you want to stop cruelty to wildlife animals, you can go to worldanimalprotection.org.au and um, do do your best to survive to help you, them survive. You can't you can't have them go extinct. You can't I mean, have the them wor- go extinct. The the whole world works because of the the natural food chain Correct. that goes around. So you start to interfere or remove the little blocks that make the, the whole building stand up, she's going to fall down. Yeah. No, it's, 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 they're on the verge of extinction, that's which isn't no good. good. So anyway, that's, that's all I'm going to say about the tigers. Um, and uh, a little bit later on, I'll tell you some stuff you don't know about cats. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the extent of my commentary. Right. Okay. Uh, Over well, to you, no, great that, man. That's very interesting. Um, well, look, I'll tell you what. Uh, why? Do, I want to talk to you about a young bloke. Who the other week, uh, and I'm not sure whether we covered this, I think I'm, we might have read it and talked about it and neither of us actually picked it up, but there's a young chap, uh, 19 years of age, his name is Oscar uh, Piastri. Yeah, you mentioned him Yes, too. I did. Because we were talking about the Drive to Survive now, show. Uh, in, a, in a funny twist, um, uh, I went to a naturopath many, many years ago. What for, Scotty? Um, oh, I th- Anything personal? I yeah, probably. <laughs> Thanks for asking, but yeah, that's okay. We're amongst friends. No one's listening. So, um, so <laughs> throw me right off now. Um, so anyway, uh, and she used to talk about her. her she was very, but very young. He was yeah. like two, yeah. you know, Oscar. Ah, same boy, same, same bloke. So I've I've uh, made some phone calls just before. Um, so at one point, I, I think I'm going to reach out to his mum because yeah. he's actually overseas. I'll tell you why. I'm going to reach out to his mum and say, "What's it like to be the mum of a upcoming Formula One driver?" I would have thought she would be if you've ever if you've watched that show. Yeah. Um, the parents of the F1 drivers. Um, 
chew their fingernails, yeah, their finger, yeah. their toenails, and, 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 and having hang on the edge of their seats. Having met his mum, she's a very meek and mild yeah. lady, and uh, I don't know, I don't know how she goes. Anyway, let me tell you about this young man. He um, earlier this uh, only a few weeks back, he actually won the Formula Three championship here in uh, in Australia. Okay, so talk, talk me through this. Is an F one, yeah. F two, and F three? Is there an F four? Yeah, no, uh, I don't think there's an F four. There's all sort of subclasses and subcategories. But effectively, effectively, you'd go from carts, go karts, yep. into into F three, F two, F one, right? right? Cool. So, as a reward for winning the Formula Three championship, um, uh, sorry, it was actually uh, the Tuscan Grand Prix where he won. <laughs> Tuscan Grand Prix. Uh, Tuscan Grand Prix. That's a pretty good place to have a Grand Prix um, because afterwards you could go and get a couple of nice wines. So Piastri sealed the Formula 3 title in a filling finale at the Tuscan Grand Prix Tuscan. last month, uh, which is set to propel him into Formula 2 next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one rung, obviously, below Formula 1, but there's a very big gap between Formula 2 and Formula 1. Oh, so, um, yeah. And uh, not many seats to um, to be employed in. No, and, you know, I mean, in days gone by, um, it was only wealthy kids that actually drove Formula 1 because they actually had to buy their own seat. Yeah. They okay. actually had to turn up with, right, with big daddy, with suitcases money. of daddy's money mm. and go, my boy. Still happens. He, he, can, he can, yeah, not so much. Because, um, uh, I mean, we used to have some terrible... Terrible drivers that were just yeah, you know all, dangerous. There were a couple of Japanese blokes that just uh, they they go the wrong way. <laughs> you know, they, um, they, they wouldn't get any more than was tor- that uh, Toro Racing? Oh, uh, might have been Toro. But I was yeah. just thinking, you know, you got a, a car worth a couple of million bucks, and this bloke doesn't even know to put it in second gear. Um, oh, they were dreadful. Uh, so just below Formula One, as we said. So the Melbourne race will take part in Formula One testing alongside fellow Ren, uh, Renault Academy members. Oh wow! Uh, and twenty twenty F two races. So he's coming from F three yeah, yeah. and race with some F two boys, uh, Christian Lugard, uh, Lungard. I'm sorry, and Guanya Zhu. So I don't know exactly where each of those uh, respective gentlemen are from. Doesn't say. Piastri, who is managed by Mark Webber. Ah, so he's got a very yeah, the great Mark Webber. So he's obviously got a very very good mentor. Um, and Young Ox said, "It's safe to say I'm very excited to be driving uh, the RS18 next week in Bahrain, which is obviously the test car. Obviously, it will be my first time in a Formula One uh, Formula One car, so it'll definitely be a moment to cherish and remember." It's not every day you get the opportunity to drive F1, so I'm very grateful for the team for the opportunity. Um, Priastri had a seat fitting. Oh, well, so you would. You'd they have actually to, yeah, exactly. go and mould it to yeah. his shape and height and, and uh, etc. Uh, so he had, a, he had a seat fitting at Renault's headquarters at Enstone last week. Uh, Renault Sport Academy director Mia uh, Sherizman said Piastri's test this month was part of the ultimate goal of having him race for the team in Formula One. So this, we're wow. talking about Renault now, right? So this is some serious stuff going on here. Uh, what we expect for him is not just a taste of Formula One. This is just the first day of many for him. Wow. So he's on a seriously he's on, good... He's on the Daniel Ricciardo trajectory. Right, he's on a seriously good uh, path to uh, to obviously fulfil his... Uh, yeah, last Sunday, actually, Scotty, just to recap, you had to race off and watch the end of the Bathurst. Oh, gee. I and I did. I actually watch. went home and watched it too, out of interest for you. Yep. Um, 
there's a few blokes putting it into walls and um, a few safety cars coming out. Yep. And, a little bit of water. Uh, pretty remarkable last 10 laps where they were up each other's, you know. After you know, a thousand kilometres, there is less than the two. The Kiwi bloke did, did a good job. Yeah. Uh, didn't he? Uh, yeah, getting a, um, uh, Giz. The Giz. Yeah, Van Gisbergen. Uh, Van Gisbergen. Um, yeah, no, he's very good. He's He's been a very good driver for a long time. And uh, uh, I, I, it still astounds me because they would have been in the pits probably five or six times. They've had tyre changes. They they, they changed the, the brake calipers. They changed discs. That, now, they do everything except about check the oil, <laughs> you know, top it up with fuel. And to go that distance and yeah, be that far, far apart yeah. is quite remarkable. And it's uh, – but it just shows you – I mean, Jamie Winkup stuck it in. The, you know, he went through – he went down through the cutting, yep. went out the dirty side. We talked last week about the marbling that happens on the tyres. They roll off and they literally become mar- rubber marbles. And when you get on the dirty line with some dust and a bit of marbling – and the uh, horsepower that they throw down when you hit the gas, it's uh, see you later. It's just so he uh, he had uh, he had the uh, subway concrete roll for for his lunch, mm, mm. Um, but he wasn't alone. And, no, uh, and it just shows it can happen to the very best of them. But um, no, he's uh, it's a tremendous race. I mean, you know, people sort of look at look at you and sort of roll their eyes and go, "What do you mean you've sat there and watched the race for a thousand kilometres?" But it's a bit like Formula One, though, Rutsy too, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they talk about they just go, wee, 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 this well, it's not again. It's all different tracks. Um, uh, the the tyres that they have to use, um, the the restrictions on them. Um, and it's not just about going round and round, you know. I mean, a, a nut getting stuck for half a second in a pit could cost you four places, yeah. you know. And that's and that could be the difference based on the speeds that these boys go. Um, but anyway, great racing. And uh, sadly, uh, and I hope things do pan out well, but it was also announced in the last couple of days that um, Penske uh, coming out of the Dick Johnson racing team been there for five years and he's packing up his toys and going home to America uh, to concentrate on what they're doing over there and as a result of that no so, money um, well Dick's saying that they'll be okay uh, that the funding will come from somewhere they'll still run two Mustangs next year he's adamant about that um, uh, the other sad part though is that we're losing McLaughlin because he's going with the Penske boys. Oh, is he going over he's, to Indies? He's he? going over to, to drive the with the Penske boys ah. in the, the Indies. Penske's series. oil, is it? Yeah, he's yeah. a multi-billionaire oil baron. He is. Uh, he's got a couple of shekels. Yeah. Um, An yeah. Oil so I, ju- baron. I mean. Is Dick. he like a J.R. Ewing, is he? Oh, yeah, he, yeah without the hat. Without the hat. Yeah. <laughs> got the boots with the with the little spur things on the back. Got the boots. <laughs> no, apparently uh, apparently he's a, uh, a very astute um, businessman. And I just think probably this year now and how things are going to pan out going forward with the uncertainty of travel and whatnot that... You know, maybe it's just too hard, so they're going to concentrate back. Yeah, back at the other end. But uh, anyway, oh, well. so to go back to Oscar, we wish Oscar well. I'm going yes, to follow his career, follow his career, and see how he goes. Uh, so I'll uh, I'll be typing him in sort of every week and finding finding out where he's going they're and exciting. what he's doing. And oh, mate, that's huge news. You know, it's um, you know, we haven't had too many across the journey. Um, so you know, we've obviously had uh, Weber, and then we've obviously had. Um, uh, obviously, with Jones. Uh, with, uh, oh yeah, we, so we had Alan Jones. Jones back um, in the day, Weber. 
so it's uh, it, if it was easy, <laughs> everyone, yeah, everyone would do it. Would do so I will follow and report on the young lad. Well, what I'm going to follow yes. is Eric Banner's got a new movie coming out. I saw out. that. And, um, like 13 years since his last well, one, This though. is what I was saying. It's almost like a comeback for him. Wow. In the sense that he hasn't been in a movie, yep. a film, for 13 years. Why the hiatus? I don't know. Perhaps concentrating on raising his family, supporting the Saints, um, clearly, those sorts but, of things. Clearly made enough back in the day. <laughs> clearly has. Hey? But um, it's actually an adaption. I don't know if you've read this book, but if you haven't, I highly recommend it. No. It's The Dry. No. Um, it's uh, a great book by Jane Harper. Now, I don't, you, you know I'm an avid reader. I do. And I uh, read a lot. And... Um, it's a fantastic Australian author, yep. and it's a great movie. It's a bit of a thriller set in the outback, um, but he is taking his lead role in this movie. It's an Australian movie made locally, yep. and um, it's a big screen adaption of the best-selling murder mystery, The Dry. It opens on New Year's Day uh, next year, and... Um, right. He's basically saying, living here in Melbourne and going through what we've been through, I think it's going to be it's going to be a, a good time um, to get out to the movies in the new year. Uh, but Banner, who usually works on one major project a year, so I don't know what he's been doing for thirty, <laughs> said it was too, too soon to tell the effects of, on the film and television industry. Um, he hasn't filmed anything this year due, due to the pandemic, um, and he signed on this as a producer uh, after his wife gave him a copy of the book. Um, so very, very good. It's being shot in the Mallee in Victoria, right. and uh, he hopes it will highlight the struggles of Australians on the land dealing with extreme weather. So is it still being shot now? So it's being shot at the minute. So and it's um, going to be ready in six weeks' time. Well, it's all, I think I think I think they've wrapped it. <laughs> really? I think it's a wrap. I right. think it's in post production, right. Scotty. Okay, that's why they're talking about it. But um, that'll be good. I, I, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, no, he is. No, he's very so good. in most of his films. He is so, and it's good because it's an Australian movie and it's an Australian author and it's filmed in Australia using Australians. So That's what we like. The, made in Australia. Made in Australia. Very good. Very good. Uh, Very good. Good, 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 good. Um, we should uh, get out. Well, I mean, we should go along and then we could critique. We could be a movie <laughs> critic like, <laughs> like Margaret and David. Maybe. Remember uh, them? Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Margaret Pomeranz well, and I mean, David. I was, just, I was only thinking the other day about all the things that we could go and do uh, if we could actually go and do them. <laughs> well, <laughs> And then be able to sort of come back and talk about it. You know, you, you know I could send you, send you off and go, I want you to go and find the best dumpling place and I'm going to go and find the well, best dumpling we can, place. We probably can now, but the well, dumpling places yet. aren't open. Yeah, not yet. So um, we have to wait till uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, oh, seriously, <laughs> I'm just about through everything at the TV this morning. I, I, as soon as he said, I, no, I tell you what, what I don't get is we get we get served up, get to five, and then things will you know then the shackles can come off. So we're at four point six. We've had a breakout in the northern suburbs. <clears throat> well done out there. Well done, well done that, well, uh, well done that well, team. Well done them. Um, of the seven people, they know where six of them. They know where six of them have come from. Hmm. Why don't they just put a, a ring around that little bubble until they get the results, and let the rest of us just. Move around. Because, Scotty, that would be common sense. Oh, my God. And you wouldn't be able to run our lives anymore. I'll tell you what. I, I, I just, you don't want I, that to I, have. You don't want freedom, do you? 
Well, I just hope there aren't people really severely affected with that have built up their hopes and you know and uh, of getting things back to normal. And, and as you know, the restaurateurs are saying, you can't just say, "Okay, away you go." Yeah. You know, they've got to order they're food, they've got to get staff, they've got to see if the staff still want to come back, they, they've got to create a roster, they've got to, you know, re- redo the menu. Like, it just doesn't happen at the click of a finger. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. Yes. Because right? after the break... Open up a restaurant? Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to talk to you about the cities of Australia. Uh, Remember them? Oh, are they those other places There's like other Melbourne? Other places that we're not allowed to go to because the oh. borders are locked down. Oh, they're locked down. But I thought I'd just run you through some highlights. Are, from, are, from they, those are because, there keys? Because you'll be you should be you should be planning you know, oh, early next year to be I'm, visiting. I'm just too grumpy cities. to plan anything at the minute. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just too I'm just a bit grumpy. You're a bit grumpy. Yeah, no, a bit grumpy. Well, look, I'll take I'll take you to a break <laughs> okay. and I'll play you a song on the other side. You're of the cheer break. me up. It'll, it should cheer you up. <laughs> right, it's, it's a great Greg Champion cheer. Oh, I'm cheered up. So already. that'll cheer you oh, up. Oh, so beautiful. I'll, I'll, I'll take a break and then I'll play you that. Right, I might. The Salvation Army has a new alcohol awareness campaign. Part of the message is that it's now time for all alcohol products to carry warnings for consumers. Here are the facts. Alcohol is a drug. You can become dependent on it. Alcohol can increase the risk of getting cancer, including breast and liver cancer. Get the facts for yourself. Download a free brochure on alcohol from salvationarmy.org.au. That's salvationarmy.org.au. Oh, hi. It's so nice to see you. I wanted to grab a minute and tell you that I registered to become an organ and tissue donor. But it doesn't stop there, because there's always someone who'll need a transplant in Australia, which means we can all do more. We can all talk to our friends and family, tell them we want to be a donor, and encourage them to register too. So what about you? Will you say yes as well? It only takes a minute to register at donatelife.gov.au. This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. You made me cry. Hey, Jude here. Clearly, retro is cool. I know something about love. So let's take a trip through some fab retro music. We'll revisit the soundtrack of our lives. <laughs> Stay a while with me, Judith. Mondays 11am here on 88.3 Southern FM. Be there or be square. Over bridge of sights to rest my eyes in shades of You can drive me down to Carlton To pick up some stuff You can hang around in Oakley Waiting for a bar Take you down to Moravian I'll watch them old Saint boys play But don't you ever turn right At Burke Road Malvern Cause you'll be there all day I knew a man called Stanley Tough kind of guy Fought in both the wars, you know I've never seen him cry Last I saw Stanley Well, he'd gone to cut his hair 
And he was turning right at Burke Road Mall And he's probably still I've never heard that before, but uh, I'll tell you what, I can absolutely concur about Burke Road. It is my pet hate road in Melbourne. So that's the song. You can look that up. It's called Never Turn Right at Burke Road, Malvern by Greg Champion. I reckon reckon it's a, a piece of the world. That just has its own its own functioning. You know, there's, there's nothing else like it. The rest of the world. It's like the um, Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, well, it's, it's almost where I was going. Because I can tell you, at hand on heart, I went down Burke Road. This is a couple of years back now, but I went down Burke Road and uh, sitting in a set of lights. Yes, as you do. Uh, the next thing I get this um, tap on the window. It's a copper. You know what he's there to do? Excuse me, sir. Would you mind just breathing into this? I had a breathalyzer and a set of lights. That's how long they stay red for. <laughs> Road, Malvern. Road Malvern. He, oh, he got me. Go. He, he put me on the machine while I was at a set of lights on Burke Road. And I thought, you know, that this joint is just <laughs> one one of its own. There's there nothing go. else oh, like it. Great champion. Oh, he's a he reprint. captures it beautifully. Yeah, no, beautifully. he's, uh, he's uh, a very good leader. Now, I don't know where your 25K radius begins or ends, Scotty, but um, are you able to get to, uh, let's uh, let's see what where parts of Melbourne you can get to. Can you get to South Yarra? Uh, yes. Well, that'll be good when the restaurant's open. We can get there. So is it 25Ks get... away from your house? Yeah. Or is it a... Yeah. If you do the 25K... Yeah, so it's 25 yeah. in any direction. In any direction yeah, that's from right. your home. Because it's about 14 to South Can Europe. you get to Mount Macedon from your joint? No, no. Right. No. Can you get... Can you play golf down at Cape Shank, Scotty? Uh, no. No. Didn't think so. No. Dalesford, Hepburn Springs, regional Victoria? Just a little bit far. That's a little bit past yeah. the Ring of Steel. Yeah, the Ring of Steel. Tell you where I'm going to go when we can get out and we've planned it. Yes. And we've, we're going up Australia Day to Sydney. Oh, are you? Yeah, we're going to Sydney if we can get a plane if and a if plane. we can leave the state. Yep. And um, we spend a week up there. And we're going to nice. ha- hang around the harbour and do harbour things. Yep. They have a big thing on Australia Day where they take all the boats out in the harbour and they dress all the boats up. Oh, so we're going to do that. Yeah. 
and we're going to enjoy a few of the um, eating establishments. Yes. And we're going to go to Manly, and we're going yep. to uh, do a few things like that, and have a hit of golf. Yes. Um, so we're going to do all those things, because Sydney, I go to Sydney a lot for work. Yep. Oh, I used to. Yep. Um, but it's a very good place to be a tourist. <clears throat> yeah, and you know what? Very enjoyable. I, I, I was only thinking about that the other day, um, you know, because I was. We were thinking about sort of places to go and having a chat with the kids, and thinking you always think of Sydney as just sort of this commercial hub, but no, you've no. really got to change your mindset, don't you? You've got to get on the harbour in Sydney. It's yeah, that, but because even that's that's the best. I'll bit tell of you it. what I do. I want to go to the Hawkesbury. The Hawkesbury is very good. Yeah, old mate that we've got. Well, who, I just got uh, a text from uh, Uncle Roger. Oh, uh, did you? Yes, because I said to him, "We're coming up." And well, we're I was going to say, we're pop up to Barawa Waters because surely on your list of things to do yes. was for old mate Rog to just wander down in bare feet, pluck a couple of mud crabs well, out. You've done that before, yeah, correct? And then he's got a uh, new fire pit up there and too. Cook them up for you. He's gonna, we're going to hop in his old boat oh, and we're going to wander yeah. up to oh, a little oh, outdoor see, eating place. Oh, that's magnificent! Up the Hawkesbury. So we're going to do that. We're going to yep. go through the Botanic Gardens because there's a lovely restaurant there now. Yep. I'm going to go to the Art Gallery of New South Wales. Yeah, which right. is Truly magnificent. Yep. We're going to wheel over to Bondi Icebergers. Oh, okay. Get over there. Yep. Might even take my togs, have a swim. Yep. That'd be that nice. That might be nice. Yep. Um, you've got to catch the ferry. Cool. We're going to go across to Balmoral. Oh, yep. We're going to go across to Manly. Manly. Um, and always that great walk, if you've never done it, the Bondi to Coogee walk around, around the clifftop. That's never. beautiful. We Is love it? that. Yeah, we yep. love that. So we're going to do all those things. So that's Sydney. So that's I highly nice. recommend Sydney. Yeah, Just yeah. pop up there. It's easy. Yep. You stay in a hotel. Have a good time, stay in an Airbnb, do whatever you like. Yep. That's very good. So I'm going to go there. Good. Next joint I'm going to go is Adelaide. Oh, because yeah. Because I, well, I had a trip planned and we got locked down. You did. So I, I love Adelaide. Um, a lot of people knock Adelaide. Dan Andrews yeah. knocks Adelaide. Uh, but uh, I, I think he's misguided. Not only about that. <clears throat> um, but it's a good joint, especially if you get out in the hills, Adelaide yep. Hills. Yep. Terrific out there in the wineries. Is it? You can get down to McLaren Vale. Which yep. is wonderful as well down there. You've got Darrenberg down there and all those sort of great wineries. You better, you better go to McGill Estate. Well, you put up in the hills. And that's where you and I know about this that's, because uh, we've had the, the those Zoe, tasting lunches. And Zoe Warrington that we spoke to. Well, we'll go and visit Zoe. Yeah, and on, next Zoe. time you have your Penfolds tasting lunch, I'm coming across. Yeah, good. That. Excellent. And we're going to play golf? I'm thinking of actually. Uh, creating our own tour. Yes, I think you should. Because mm, I've got some interested chaps. I'd and, have a queue, uh, an orderly yeah, queue. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually it. thinking about uh, starting Why our, don't our you own. do the two smoking guns, Penfolds tasting lunch? Oh, I'll tell you what. And it's, you only have to have it once for it to become an annual tradition. Do you, do you think uh, Do you think we'd get a few? I think we would get every listener we've got. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> book for five. <laughs> Table for four, please. Because <laughs> our wives are coming with us. <laughs> uh, anyway, of course, what you do down you get, if you go to McLaren Vale, because I've done yep. it a few times, yep. and there's a great, there's a legendary place called the Salopian Inn for right. lunch. Right. It's genius, really. Oh yeah, brilliant. And of course, you've got the Great Barossa just up the road. Yep. So we could we could have an easily a week in, in Adelaide. What's the um what's the place that's very Germanic up in the hills? What's there's a place there, there's like a, a whole sort of little small region. Well, that's the Adelaide Hills. Yeah, but yeah. There, but it, there's well, what's some of the places up in there? I I had this name in my head. Sorenberg? And, no, no, I can't think. Uh, it'll come Darenberg. back to me, but um 
Yeah, no. It was There's like, a lot of German, obviously, yeah, winemakers there. So. Huge amount of And then Germans. you've got the Clare Valley as well, which yeah, is even have. further north. So yeah. that's a week. Adelaide yeah. is a great week. And the beaches are beautiful. Well, you're down mm. McLaren Vale. They're good. Yeah. They're good. They're really good. So that's so Sydney 1, Adelaide 2. Yep. Um, then I'm going to go to Tassie again. Oh, yeah. So I love Tassie. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of Tassie. So yep. I'm going to get down there. And um, I, I like going to Tassie, and I like uh, going to... Um, Mona and all those sort of great places oh. every time I go. It's one of the best places I've I've been. How good is it? Great. When I say places I've been, just in terms of an experience, because I had no idea what it was. And, somebody, oh, yeah. and we were actually looking to sort of fill in about four or five hours before we flew back. So somebody said, pop over here. And it happened to be 10 minutes from where we were at the time. And it oh. was one of the greatest things I, that I've ever seen. I just got a text. Right. Harndorf. Harndorf is what I'm thinking of, correct. And I don't know if he's texted that in, but it might be one of our listeners. He'd book for six, I'll bring my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. That might be, uh, right. that might be the great, uh, the great um, master just checking in on us, I, I think. It could well be. <laughs> so we're going to go to Hobart, but what we're going to do, Scotty, is I've not, not done the west side. I've done the east side, so yeah. I've done all the north um, Freysenay, all the way down to Hobart. We're yep. going to do the west side. So we're going to get yep. to Cape Grim. Yeah, we're going to get up into the um, the Franklin up in there. That's all the fly fishing area. Yeah, up there. all of that. Yeah, we're yeah, going to go yeah. up there and and sort of noodle around um, that. <laughs> noodle around. Yeah, up we're there, going to right? noodle around the west coast, oh, yeah. and then come come back down land. Oh, mate, I, because the the seafood and the wine, Tassie is beautiful. Yeah, beautiful place. Well, you know, I phoned into the program when I went to Tassie. Did. I was sitting you at the. Did. the no, I'm, you're a fellow advocate so, of, of Tassie. I know I that. Was, I know uh, that. Take, I was blown away by all of the uh, distilleries that are that are over there these days now. Oh yeah. Get into the uh, Salamanca market, and at, you know, nine thirty. Would you like this little cherry? Certainly on a Sunday <laughs> so, morning. Oh, that's exactly I'm what warm I need. Now, cherry liqueur. <laughs> oh, they're beautiful. And then the next Sunny. thing I'm doing next yep. year, um, around May, I've told you about this. I'm going up to Darwin. Yes. And I'm going to get a boat round to the Kimberley. Yeah, right. But when we're in Darwin, there's so many good things to do. Obviously, you've got Darwin itself, which yep. is a really unique place, especially at night. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> when the locals come out in yeah. their plumage. Yeah, right. It's a very interesting joint. Right. Um, but you've got fantastic food because it's very Asian-inspired up there, of course. Yeah. Um, so you've got all that. But all around the Northern Territory, obviously, you have all of the... Um, Kakadus well, and Kakadu, all the wetlands, yeah. all the different things, millions of things to do. Litchfield National Park, it's fantastic rainforest, tabletop range, all those things. So much to do in Darwin and surrounds, and then we're going to hop a boat around the Kimberley. Well, uh, so a friend of there's the- my top four. So I'm going to do Sydney, I'm going to do Hobart, I'm going to do Adelaide, and then I'm oh, Adelaide, Hobart, and then I'm going to do Darwin. A friend of the program mm. uh, went with his family to Darwin and Kakadu, mm. and I uh, said, uh, how was it? He goes, it was absolutely magnificent. Yeah. He said, but they don't miss you. Yeah. Oh, no. no. <laughs> he said it yeah. was absolutely nose-bleeding stuff, apparently, yeah. some of the things. It's that... not a cheap town. No. Not a cheap so town. he just said, just actually. <laughs> but look, gotta... you know, travel, travel in Australia isn't cheap. No. Which is why a lot of us go overseas, yep. especially to the Asian countries. Yep, but um, we have no choice next year, No, in my mind. No. It'll be once the borders come down, we'll just be all over Australia and that'll be our little part of the... That'll, just travelling around the island. 
Well, the other part is it's actually going to speed up the recovery. It will. And that's it? what we because want. Because the, the money will stay here. Yeah, We're going to support all the local boys and girls. Bang. And, you know, to lift tourism back. I mean, I was even reading Qantas are quite buoyant um, about the fact they reckon that they'll have 50% of their fleet flying uh, around Christmas time yeah. where, between, between uh, uh, New South Wales and, uh, and Queensland. Do you know who's also very bullish? Jayco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't reckon they can make them quick they enough. They can't make caravans no, quick enough. No. People buying yeah. them up. Yeah. Lickety split, mate. Jerry, uh, Jerry's Jerry, just sitting there. Jerry's just sitting there going. Just counting the folding. <laughs> Whack another. Get, a, get some more fibre, oh, boy. And, and <laughs> you know, together. I've been looking at, you know, I'm just interested. I, I'm fascinated by why they cost so much. You know what they can get It's in? like a boat. It is. It's what they can get in them these days. Yeah, so right. Money Mom, Mom was telling me about it because he's buying one. Yeah. Because he's going to take like 50, 60 grand, though. He's taking his bride and he's going to travel up. Well, around, around the country, he's going to take 18 months to do it, and then he's going to park it and fly back when he's bored to go to the footy or whatever and just fly back up. Right. So he's going to leave it in a thing and then fly back and right. fly back up. Yeah. That's his plan. Yeah. But he was telling me about what they get in them these days. Oh, everything. You know, yep. it's all. And, and how they fit it all in, it's it's all of its little, you know, nooks and crannies are all it replete would, with different in- implements. It would be interesting to go to an expo, wouldn't it? And I mean, go and have a look and just is, see is that, how they... Is that how old we've become? We're yeah, going to go to a caravan and camping expo, are we, Scotty? we're going to have lunch at the RSL on the way home. home this, this afternoon and I say to the bride, I'm going to we're the off caravan. to the caravan and camping exhibition, so we'll go with Scotty. He's got no level of interest. Well, that's what I meant. Just for the purpose of research for the program, it's purposely we could, you know, we're, we're doing for research for our I agree, I agree with you though, because it'd be fascinating. Oh, mate, I tell you them. what, either that or um, the big Winnebago. Oh, the hey, big the Hummer. Big, the, big, the, the big kid. Hey? The big Chevy Chase yeah, movie. Oh, seriously. I mean, that, it's. Uh, no, I'm. I, but I am. Oh, I really do scratch my head though. I go. That thing's sort of not much bigger than this studio, maybe a little bit longer. $49,000. Where does all the money go? Well, you see, it? you're saving accommodation every night. Oh, no, but you've got to go away yep. a lot of nights for 49 well, that's, grand. That's true. <laughs> but you're saving the 200 bucks a night, plus the minibar. <laughs> but um, but okay. you're right. So it's got to be a lifestyle for you, doesn't it? Well, it's really got to be a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got to be in your wheelhouse to there do it. There are some I mean, people that that seriously that they lock up their ha- homes and go, oh, "I'm gone for a year." Yeah, well, and you meet some interesting types on the road, wouldn't you? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I, I think you'd, it'd be, you'd meet genuinely nice people, th- and you'd meet people that are running away from something. Yep, and then you then you, then the button man might <laughs> turn might up somewhere if you weren't man. careful. <laughs> um, no, I look, I, I, I get it. Um, and those that are, you know, are right into it are seriously right into it. Because, oh, yeah. they, you know, as you say, in terms of what these things have got, they've got satellites on the oh, roof, yeah. so they've got cable TV and they've got the air conditioning and, you know, ice crushers and, like, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. It's 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 serious. Happy good. hour at a, camp, a camping ground is, is a, a full thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't throw keys. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, no, I don't know if caravans have keys. <laughs> oh, that so there you go. So that's yeah. what I'm up to. So Pick I your caravan park carefully is what I'm going to suggest. Very true. Very true. Very true. Swing, well, swinging caravan park. Then maybe I'll do some research online. And let's see. Let's well, no, see. I want you to come back and tell me. There's my top four. I'm doing, right. I'm doing one Sydney. 
Yep. I'm spending a week in Sydney around Australia Day and doing lots of wonderful stuff. Yep. And I'm going to then spend a week in Adelaide yep. at some stage between, well, probably February I'll do that. Um, I'll go and do some work and then I'll do some play. Yep. And then at some stage we'll get down to Hobart, yep. Tassie. And then in May I'm going to be in Darwin. So that's what I'm doing. I'm oh, going to go and support May. the local producers in each of those places. You're doing well. And um, look out. Look out, that'll be me. That'll be fantastic. That will be awesome. So I want you to do your top four All cities right. for My, next week for me. Okay, cities for next week. Yeah, do that. Does that have to be in Australia? Well, you've got nowhere else to go, mate. Yeah, I might just find a, no. might find a little yacht somewhere that might be on sale. Good. No, you're right. You're going home um, the You're buying caravans, no. you're buying yachts. Yeah, no, no. How no, well no, are you no, going? No, not well. <laughs> <laughs> not well enough, anyway, to go and buy yachts and caravans. Now, so. I want to play your song. Oh, yeah, okay. It's um, it's actually got uh, some. Um, it's fifty years ago mm. since the Westgate Bridge disaster. Yes, it last was last week. Yes, indeed. And it, uh, it was a disaster that claimed 30, 35 lives. I think thirty-five. Was thirty-five right. lives. I'm yep. pretty sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it was fifteenth uh, of October, nineteen seventy. Yes. Um, the two spans of the bridge collapsed. Yeah. Fell fifty meters to the ground. And 35 workers were killed. Yep. And um, several Terrible. years later, um, in fact, this song's I don't know how old it is, Mark Seymour. So this yep. is my segue from last year. We played his song, Holy Grail, yes. when he was with the great hunters and collectors. Indeed. He, uh, he does a solo work now, and he's got a little band called The Undertow, and they wrote a song about the Westgate. Right. And I thought, um, given that I'm playing iconic uh, songs about Melbourne, it would be a highly appropriate one to get our teeth stuck into. Bet you, uh, best you spin the disc no, on this we'll one. spin it. <laughs> Very good. This little tune comes to you from the banks The Yarra River, just a stone throw from the Spotswood Power Station, beneath the towering arc of the Westgate Bridge. Month of October 1970, a man named Eddie Halsall took the lift down from scaffold number 10. When his muddy boot touched the ground This is what he saw
boom. Ah. No, it's a good little ditty, that that's one. A, yeah, that's a great track, mate. Yeah, it's a good track, that's and a it's really a good bit of a wig out on the drums there at the end for Yeah. Uh, yep. I could have played the short version, played the long version. Right. Because I love, I'm craving live music, Scotty. How, how long was that version? It was about a seven-minute track. Was it? Yes. But, oh, um, yes it's almost, half, song. It's almost great, half past three. Great song, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, uh, no, but a poignant good. song, because yep. um, you sort of forget, don't you, that that happened? It was yeah. a long time ago. I didn't want to watch a documentary, I think, last last weekend I did about the same. It. and yeah. um, you forget that um, 50 years ago there wasn't a bridge so the western suburbs yeah, and the right. eastern suburbs of Melbourne you know well, the only way across was via ferry yep. um, so it's really sparked that whole profusion of suburban yep. living out that way and it Indeed. is a major connection piece in this uh, in this city and um, and now so much so it carries so much traffic um, they're having to build a tunnel. The tunnel is underway. They're and, uh, uh, they're boring furiously. They so, uh, now, and who knows? One day, Scotty, we may even get a train link. Ah, to the airport. Thank you for your introduction. Because, thank because you for your introduction. We've only been talking about it for fifty years. Yeah, so uh, mate, you've got an update for us, I believe, on spot that. On. So uh, and you were. It's only taken five decades. Yes, yes. Well, that's fifty years. Of proposals, but construction of a vital rail link between the city and the Melbourne Airport is finally about to begin. Rutsy. I'll believe it when I see. Well, that. they're saying that the link will begin within months. We'd better. Uh, bringing forward the original 2022 start date with the project fast-tracked to turbo-boost the economy. Oh, there's enough <laughs> adjectives in that sentence. Uh, and recovery and drive employment. So uh, I love but that's what we need now because we are entering a period of recovery and we need to get people back to work and jobs and big projects like yep. this to get uh, to connect the city again, yep, mate. We do. Uh, there's only a couple of little pieces in here that sort of bother me a little bit, though. Right. Uh, if I could just share this with you. Uh, the first is that... Um, um, they're looking, uh, Andrews Morrison government are now preparing um, to ink the formal deal of the project, which will cost between 8 and $13 billion. I just double it because so there's always a cost blowout. It's not 8 to 8.1. It's not 8 to 9. It's somewhere between 8 and $13 billion. They- Well... Is it closer to 13 or is it closer to 8? <laughs> and do you know why they don't know, Rutsy? Why is that, Scotty? It's because... They haven't costed it yet? They, they haven't actually completed the business case. Right. Well, so we're actually going to start to build it, get the business case and work out that it won't work, undo it, go back and rebuild it, and it'll be ready by 2075. <laughs> Seriously, old mate. Uh, I'll, no, I'll see well, it when I believe it. Well, if that's what they're going to do, then that's tremendous. It would be great. They're talking about creating 11,000 jobs. Um, so we connect Tullamarine with Melbourne CBD, and there would be a new super station in Sunshine. Sunshine. So guess where... Um, Guess where the marginal seats are. Well, and have a guess where house prices would probably increase uh, somewhat, uh, I would think. Sunshine could could probably do with a spruce. It could probably do with a bit of a dust-off, I would have thought. Um, Melbourne... Uh, is the only capital city without an efficient rail access to an airport. It is a disgrace. It is a national disgrace. Yep. So that makes. Ashamed of ourselves. uh, Let's 
just hope that uh, that that can happen. Uh, and then underneath that, uh, it might also help this little piece um, in that um, we've got uh, road deaths last year was 218, and so far it's 175. So year on year we're down, um, but it's still 175 too many. So. Um, um, get people, get people so, back on the trains. Yeah, well, you know, with, I mean, other places around the world seem to get it right. And, you know, what we send people off and that if feasibility studies come back and nothing ever happens. So mm. we've spent $100 million. Or or they go to check the time and go, is that my $40,000 watch? <laughs> oh, no. That's a cheap shot. Uh, no. that's a, there are people quite divided about this, yeah. though, in terms of... Okay, so she's given four staff members a $3,000 watch. Yeah. Is that... Is that out of her own pocket? No, it's taxpayer <laughs> money. But then she said the government doesn't own Australia Post, of which Mr Morrison reminded her very quickly that actually we, we do, do. And the people actually own it. So uh, your $1.4 million salary and your $40,000 Gucci watch that she had... Um, so half the world's saying she needs to fall on a sword and ScoMo's going, and if you don't go, I'll throw you. Um, whereas the likes of Eddie Maguire uh, are f- furiously defending her. Yeah, cause it's because she's on the Collingwood board, Scotty. Oh, that's right. She's on the board. Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. Yes. So anyway, I don't know, uh, I don't know where that lies. Gotta, always got to look for people's hidden agendas so what if it was uh what if it was three thousand dollars cash as a as a bonus for performance well that's 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 i I mean contextually i don't know the basis on which it was it was just given as a gift or was it given as a reward well i don't did these people meet their kpis and therefore they deserve if it's in business if it's in their contract what's the problem and they've over delivered or whatever they've done then absolutely i've got no issue with it i think it's unsavory in in the current climb, well, who is, who, is, who who? But how did it get out? But wasn't this back in two thousand and eighteen when we actually didn't have the pandemic? Well, I, think, so, I think this is right. It's yeah, only just come so to light now. it's so. come to light now, so and someone's so got you, an agenda against. So you this can't lady. draw the parallel of oh, well, Australians would hate the fact that this is happening. Well, it happened two years ago mm-hmm. when things were sort of buzzing along and all mm. okay. So I don't know, old mate. I don't quite understand where that goes. So that leaves me from one joke to another. Right. <laughs> Mate, you're, you're bobbing and weaving oh, all over the place no, like that race was. No, you're thought, ducking and diving. You know and... what? I know. Exactly. So we're just going to, you know, we're just going to ebb and flow as we go. So um, anyway, I, I did find something quite amusing. So uh, uh, to start a terrible day, I rear-ended another car this morning. Oh, God. Yeah, True story? Yeah, no, not, not, not funny. Um, when the driver got out, um, I saw that he was a very short man. Um, and he said, uh, I'm not happy. I replied, well, which one are you? (laughs) (laughs) That's when the day got worse. (laughs) I just, I came across it. I'm not happy. Well, you know, okay, fair enough. Um, Uh, That just tickled my fancy, mate. Now, what about the two young blokes um, who have got some very unfortunate names given to them by their father? I like names. Yeah, so, uh, no, this this is pretty good, this one. Uh, So you can spare a thought for young Peruvian uh, soccer player who right. made headlines when he signed with a new club in the second division of his na- in the National League. So yeah. so he's up there, you know, second division, going pretty well. So his name is Osama 
Vin Laden, Jimenez Lopez. <laughs> Some Vin Laden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only problem is, in Spanish, V is pronounced B. So yeah. he's actually Osama bin Laden, Jimenez Lopez. <laughs> his old man picked a, a different world figure to salute with his name. My brother's name is Saddam Hussein. <laughs> and my father wanted to name the third child George Bush. But it was a girl. <laughs> I, 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 don't know, I don't know how serious to take any of this, but if it's even remotely true, it's... Absolutely hilarious. Now I just need to know what the old man's name so, is. So, yeah, I, well, it doesn't actually say what the old Adolf man's name Jimenez, is. Adolf Jimenez? Yeah, I, I don't know, but I just, when I read it, I've gone to some of Bin Laden. Yeah, but the V is pronounced B in oh. Spanish. So yeah, the, old, the old man's got so, either a, a, a wicked sense of humour uh, yeah, or, or a distorted it, opinion on it, world leaders. He said, the young man, I thought about changing my name, but now I'm calm. Because there is an Osama who killed people. I don't think there has to be a law about the name. <laughs> Fair <laughs> so, enough, too. Well, well, <clears throat> there's, there's lots of Husseins out there. and He's going to be a little bit ridiculed throughout uh, his life, though, isn't he? Tell you what. I mean, it's it's a very unfortunate name. So <laughs> He's telling me. His father not got a TV or hasn't, <laughs> a, hasn't had a paper for the last 20 years and seen what's going on. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. Speaking of that sort of stuff. Yes. I, I told you I watched the new Borat movie on Friday. Oh, I'm going home after this to watch it. Um, so, so, so all I've I'll seen say, some shorts. All I'll say, yep, is obviously his first film was fabulous because yep. it was unique and unexpected. Yep. Um, the second one, you know, you sort of know what you're going to get. Yep. So it, you're sort of going, oh yeah, well this is kind of how it goes. But then there are about six moments of. Um, straight out of the top drawer of non-PC. Oh. Straight out of the top drawer. And depending on which side of the fence you sit, whether you're on the politically correct side of the fence, you're going to take offence. Yes. If you're on my side of the fence, um, laughed hysterically. Uh, uh, Does one of it involve his daughter? Yeah, yes. Several involve Um, his daughter. I tell you what, I I actually saw some shorts, uh, some promotional shorts of the uh, said movie today, uh, Rutsy, and I, I did find the scene... With Rudy Giuliani, well, rather interesting to say the least. Do you see the whole clip? Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, well, we just about saw the whole of something. <laughs> My goodness me, did that go downhill really quickly? Oh, you were in for a treat. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> Um, I, yeah. he's, uh, he's straight out of the top drawer. Yeah, I oh, love so, it. Yeah, that's so see how you go. Some people yeah. get quite offended by it, so I'm, I'm not... Yeah, trying. look, I just think it's one of those things, I, you know, you can just watch it for your own... Uh, watch it for your own. Just watch it for your own. Watch it for your own. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You, yeah, it's a personal decision. Ah, uh, very good. I will. Um, now uh, it's th- almost three thirty, so we haven't mentioned food yet. Mm. Um, so it's important that we do uh, <laughs> around this time. Um, now, veggie burgers are still burgers, according to the EU. Now I saw this, and I, in fact, I let it go because I thought, I, I oh, don't it was know. interesting. I don't this. know. Let me talk you through it. Yeah. Plant-based products that do not contain meat can continue to be labelled sausages or burgers, European politicians said, as they rejected a proposal backed by the meat industry to ban the terms. No. 
So in the European Parliament, so-called veggie burgers, soy steaks and vegan sausages could continue to be sold in restaurants and shops across the Union. Europe's largest farmers association, Copacogeca, I've pronounced that wrong, um, supported a ban, arguing that vegetarian substitutes with designations bringing meat to mind was misleading for consumers. On the opposite side of the debate... A group of 13 organisations, including Greenpeace, the World, um, you know, WWF, yep. urged yep. legislators to reject the amendments, arguing that a ban um, to have would not only have exposed the EU to ridicule, but also damaged its environmental credibility. They said promoting a shift towards more plant-based diet was in line with the EU Commission's ambition to tackle global warming. Of course, you know, yep. uh, as you as you would have... Cows. Cows are yep. the, and beef production, yep. they, are, yep. they, they get rid of all the forests. Yep. So we've got to cut back on our, yep. our meat. Yep. Uh, losing the ability to use the word steak or sausage might make those plant-based products more obscure for consumers. So I, I think this, this is fair enough, and I think a burger is, is, is a concoction that involves a patty yep and it can be a chicken so patty. you're in you're in favor of, i'm in uh, favor of it this. should be able it should be called a veggie burger i think so and it well, should be called a, a veggie sausage so it's a chicken burger well absolutely there's a meat burger i'm i'm there's a, a veggie burger i'm a hundred percent fish burger i'm a hundred percent for it there's a sausage whether the sausage is um Made from chorizo-based sausage, or it's just a, a lamb sausage, so or it's the, a beef sausage, uh, or it's a plant-based sausage. Uh, are the meaty boys worried that the veggie boys and girls are going to come and take over the world? All about market share, mate. Yeah, exactly. It's all about market it's all share. Yeah, correct. So you've already, so it's interesting though because that they've gone down that way, but um, uh, terms such as almond milk and soy yogurt are banned in Europe after. Um, they ruled in 2007 that purely plant-based products could not be marketed using terms such as milk, butter or cheese. So they have to call it almond milk, not just milk. Right. And they have to call it soy yogurt, not just yogurt. Right. So, but that's fair. But that's we're just, calling it a veggie burger. Yeah, we're calling it a veggie yeah, burger. So correct. nothing wrong with that. Nah. Speaking of which, I haven't had the plant-based product yet. I haven't either, but and I've contemplated I'm going to make it my mission to try it yep. because I think this is the way of the future. Did you ever this go... This is where the money will go, Scotty. I agree with you, mm-hmm. totally. Did you ever go to... The, there was a, um, a vegetarian restaurant that used to be at the St Kilda Sea Baths. Right. And the name escapes me, but uh, I went there with a friend of the program and his wife at the time, and my wife at the time, several years ago. And he and I were very, very good on the tooth mm. in relation to uh, meat consumption. Hmm. Anyway, we, I can't even remember the setup now, but it was quite a famous place down there. And we ended up getting the, this dish. There's no meat anyway. Hmm. And, but well, it would, I, have been, would have been a mockery to be called a vegetarian well, restaurant and they serve meat. Yeah, yeah, well, this is true. But, um, so all of, but then they sort of said, well, this is as close to, and I ate this stuff, hmm. and it tasted like meat. Hmm. Like the flavours were off the chart amazing and not not a not a skerrick of, of so so I'll, I'll put it to you that if 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 it, it um if i'm having eye fillet which i plan to have tonight oh so am i and if i could get eye fillet and it tasted like eye fillet yep and it looked like eye fillet yep and it it was not i not from the cow yep the, i would i would still be happy with it right as I long as long as as long as it tasted similar Yes. 
Because I smother it with horseradish. It sort you know, and yeah, stuff well, anyway. Yeah, I've been holding English mustard. Yeah, but if <laughs> I can have go. that and it looks and tastes like it, I'm good. So, so it'll be interesting to see the quality of it. Yeah, I, and so I it, think cause that's... Because in my mind, it's going to taste like cardboard. See, I, yes. And in fact, uh, one of my one of my brood... Um, for a period of time, actually, was sort of going in the vegetarian line, and, mm. and now I don't really like a lot of meat. And I, so, you know, throw on a barbecue, and I'd go and buy a, a veggie burger, veggie patty. Mm. Um, but what I did find is all the um, cookie cutter ones at the big supermarkets are yeah. dreadful. Yeah, you right? got to get it, it. It ends up being a frisbee, right? It's that hard by the time you finish cooking it. Um, so I always found you've got to go to the, the little sort of delis and where yeah. they sort of hand hand make them from scratch that same day, and they're pretty good. But watch this space. I think that's going to be a thing. We're way past. Oh, we are. A break. Ooh, we're After these messages, trouble. we're going to get a slap on the wrist because we've been talking about food. <laughs> that's we always one get demerit point. A bit carried away. All right. I'm going to play you after these messages. Yes. I think one of the more famous songs about Melbourne. Excellent. All right. Yep. Eggs. You can fry them, scramble them, poach them, boil them, or raise them on a spoon. But uncooked eggs can be a risk for food poisoning. So avoid buying dirty or cracked eggs. Always wash your hands after handling eggs. And if you're concerned, pregnant, elderly, or have a poor immune system, make sure you cook eggs until the yolk starts to firm. Or look for new pasteurized eggs with a green pea symbol. A message from the Food Safety Information Council, supported by Australian Pasteurised Eggs. Are illegal drugs being produced in your neighbourhood? Cold and flu treatments can be altered chemically to make amphetamines, with higher risk of explosion and fire, endangering all neighbours. Does a property have discarded packaging from flu capsules? Are there covered windows with high security? Are there strong chemical smells, such as ammonia or aniseed? If you suspect drug activity, phone Crime Stoppers 1-800-333-000 and give the details. You don't have to give your name and you'll make your community safer. From Paran to Parkdale, you're listening to Southern FM.
You know, I've got a, a sort of an interesting sort of um, um, thing with with bands and music, and I've told you about some things that drive me crazy, and you've sort of almost fallen off your chair. But mate, that's in the wheelhouse, that one. Oh yeah. Um, and then the only other one that made me fall off my chair was that the other night uh, I was actually watching Millionaire Hot Seat, yes. and uh, there was a a lady sitting there, and uh, it's the final question of the evening, and she stood to win fifty thousand dollars. What was the question? Uh, the question was. Um, who? Which band um, sang the song "Women in Uniform"? <laughs> I've gone Just if ever it, there was a up to the real shit. The Cheshire Cat grin that came across her face was unbelievable. Only to then be outdone by uh, said Eddie Maguire host. He said, "You won't believe this." But there was one episode of, um, whether it was Millionaire or Previous Life, where that question came up for the million dollars. Oh, you're kidding. Could you imagine sitting there and you just go, who's saying, who's saying women in uniform? And you just, uh, I, I, th- I would probably just faint. Yeah. And then run out of time and miss the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, mate, they're, oh, I they, love listening to well, them they are, every time. They, they don't get a lot of airplay these days, obviously. But no, um, sadly not. And, and we used to play oh, a bit of Skyhawks in a band oh, I had. Yes. And, um, and what was the great songs to play? Yeah, they're very quite complicated. But yep. um, what they are are songs about Melbourne at a time in the seventies when we were very um, probably not proud of our nation we used to love uh, hearing songs about overseas yeah. countries yeah. but they were the first band to sing about their own city yeah yeah uh, wasn't and a lot, um, was there? very very important uh, um, in in the history of australian music skyhooks yes 
as well as damn good tunes and songs yeah, about Melbourne really. um, suburbs. And I've, there's a, they've got a few, Turak Cowboy and a few others. But That's anyway. right, they do too. Um, I need, now need to return, I'll do the other. I've done Tigers. Right. Now I'm going to do fun facts about cats. Oh, okay. And, um, Your favourite topic. Oh, well, I'm not a cat lover, as you know, but um, <laughs> yeah. I just think for those listening that are, are out there, they might want to know something about I've cats. Got, I've got a moggy, so... Well, this might be interesting for you. Okay. So, you know, this is... This is, call it a school day. He's getting on. He's 84 in human years. Well, I'm going to tell you about that too. If you Mm. thought cats spent a lot of their lives sleeping, you'd be right. Yes, they do. (laughs) Uh, Cats spend 70% of their lives sleeping. Yes, they do. Which works out to around about 13 to 16 hours a day. Uh, It's pretty true. Pretty good. (laughs) Um, An orange tabby cat called Stubbs was the mayor of Talkeetna, a small town in Alaska, for 20 years. He had several uncontested elections, and although he didn't hold any legislative power, he was very much loved by the locals. <laughs> right. Okay. There okay. you go. Um, the longest cat, the world's longest cat called Stewie, was 48.5 inches. Was it a Maine Coon? It, a Maine Coon cat called Stewie. You know what a Maine Coon is, don't you? No, I don't. So these are pussycats that come from Maine in Canada. Yeah. And what do you think the coon bit stands for? Jeez. It's a cross between a cat and a raccoon. Ah. That's where they get coon. their size. So you well, get a, there you, go. you get a Maine coon cat. They normally are about a couple of feet long at least. Yeah. And they grow up to about 15 kilos. So they're mini tigers. They've got the big uh, wispy tail and a little bit more of the pointed nose like the raccoon has. Like a rocky raccoon. So I I promised myself I'd always buy a Maine Coon and I got sucked in by this thing at the vet Mm. years ago. But um, I knew that had to be a Maine Coon that size. There you go. You're you're up with the trivia. (laughs) Cat trivia. (laughs) (laughs) Cat man. I got a Maine Coon. (laughs) Richest cat in the world. Um, is Blackie. Saudi Arabia. Uh, when his millionaire owner passed away, he refused to recognise his family in his will and instead gave his £7 million fortune to Blackie. Oh, magnificent. So Blackie's oh, yeah. probably uh, eaten a lot of gravy. Yep. Have you ever noticed that cats walk like camels and giraffes? Um. Their walking sequence is both right feet first followed by both left feet first. So they only move half their body forward at once, just like camels and giraffes. They're only other animals to walk that way. Really? Apart from paces. Right. Horse paces yeah. and harness races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you know that there was a cat called Felice that went into space in 1963? Uh, I think I knew a cat. The only cat to ever go in space. Yeah. They called him Astro Cat. Did it come back? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the end of the He's story. He's still spinning around he up there. He still be up there. <laughs> might have run out of food by oh, now. Oh, <laughs> Did you know, if you've watched your cat charging around the living room, yep. you know, you'll know they're pretty quick. Yep, they can be. But uh, they can hit speeds of around 30 miles an hour. Yeah. Which is so fast that they could beat Usain Bolt in a 200-metre dash. Yeah, they can move when they want to. They really can. Yep. Yep. So the oldest cat to have lived. How old is your cat? Uh, My bloke now, I'm pretty sure he's just turning 12 now. Right. And uh, life expectancy for the the cat breed? Yeah, he's 
probably within the window of three, right, in a window. Three, three to five more. Oldest cat to have lived was 38 years and three days when he passed away. Wow. Cream Puff. Wow. Was born in 67, lived till 2005. And his owner, Jake Perry, also owned the previous oldest cat record, which was 34. So whatever Jake Perry's doing is doing it. He's doing it right. Well, when uh, growing up with the uh, with the family, we had two, and one got to twenty one, and one got to twenty, and we thought that was that's a going heck of, well. Twenty, twenty is twenty one, hundred and forty seven years of age in human years. How does the, they need to do a DNA? They need to do a study. How do they? How do all this this stuff work? Yeah, for that long. Amazing. Hey, long mm. time, isn't it? Does your cat purr? Yep. What What do you reckon is the loudest purr ever recorded? Uh, in decibels? Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to go about 80 decibels. Oh, well, that's, that's not bad because most cats purred around 25. Right. The the highest ever recorded was a black and white tabby from Torquay. Yep. Uh, 67 right. decibels, which yeah, is I mean, the that, same volume as a shower. 80's, 80's pretty high. Yeah. Um, there you go. Fun yeah, facts no. about cats, therefore you knew half of them. Yeah, no, I, well, having uh, I've, I've been around cats all my life, so we've had them from you know forever. So, um, so we've done the tigers and the cats. I thought we'd finish off by doing the saints. <laughs> of, course. of course. So these are fun facts about saints, right? Do you know as Catholics get their throats blessed every year on the feast of Saint Blaise on February two because he miraculously cured a young boy who was choking on a fishbone? No. St. Lucy is the patron saint for those suffering from any ailment of the eye. Right. Because she was martyred by the Romans who plucked out her eyeballs as part of her martyrdom. Right. I don't think I'd want to be a martyr. No, I don't think so. If it meant uh, having no. my eyeballs um, plucked yeah. out. That, that, that'd just be a little bit unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> just a bit. St. Patrick, the yeah. patron saint of Ireland, was not Irish. Oh, he was Scottish. He's a hoax. <laughs> he's a hoax. <laughs> no, he's Scottish, but he was captured by Irish pirates. So that's why he's... And he, he eventually escaped, returned as a missionary, which is why he's now the patron saint of Ireland. Right. Right. Um, this, is a, this is one from the mythology. This is St. Jerome. Right. St. Jerome, Jerome. Who translated the first Bible from Hebrew and Greek into his native Latin. Removed the thorn from the lion's paw and it immediately became his pet. That's, oh, that's one of right. those oh, sort yeah, of, yeah. you know, what do they call them? It's like an allegory or something uh, like that. Is that like the David and Goliath and yeah, the Samson well, and Delilah of, yeah, and cut the hair and no strength? And... During Lent, um, I, I found this interesting because I'm not into any of this. Catholics give up eating sweets and treats except on St. Joseph's Day when special patri- pastries are served and bread is blessed. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Whatever. Um, this is garbage. Good. Yeah, Saint, Saint Lawrence, the deacon, uh, told his executioners, "You can turn me over. I'm done this side." As they roasted him alive. Oh, no, like that. No, I like a guy's got a sense that, of humour while he's being cooked at the stake. That sounds like something you'd see in Monty Python. It does, hey, you turn me now, please. I'm I'm done on that side. Put a fork. Can you put, put, put a fork in. Bit, bit, bit more basting on my shoulders. Come on, chaps. Uh, I'll finish with this, um, Pope. Pope Blessed John the XX111, which would make him 23rd. 23rd, yes. Pope Blessed John the 23rd was asked, how many people work at the Vatican? To which he instantly replied, about half of them. 
Which half? Which half? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. in terms of your romantic um, theming uh, there, may I, mm-hmm. yeah, may I continue on? Mm-hmm. Um, and I only want you to I want you to tell me what you think might be wrong with this because I I'm, I suppose I'm a little bit sceptical, albeit that I concur with the, with the following. Um, number one, the poor work and work. Number two, the rich exploit the poor. Number three, the soldier protects both. Number four, the taxpayer pays for all three. Number five, the banker robs all four. (laughs) Oh, it's gold. Number six, the lawyer misleads all five. Number seven, the doctor bills all six. Number eight, the goons. Oh, I've lost it. Sorry. Number eight, the goons uh, scare all of the seven. Number nine, the politician lives happily on account of all eight. Oh, yeah, very nice. Now, written by Marcus Cicero of the Roman Empire in... 43 BC. And never, and it hasn't changed ever since that date. Uh, did they really have a lawyer in 43 BC? Oh, they would have. The, hey? the Romans, for sure. Really? They would have had a lot of contracts. They to would write. have had the poor, the rich, the soldier, taxpayer, a banker in 43 oh, BC? Yeah, they, well, they had, they had money and goblets from their raids to protect. Okay, then I'll take it as gospel. Take it it to the bank. (laughs) I'll I'll take that to the bank. But I just thought, how amazing, you know, 43 BC, and that still applies today. Ah, the Romans, what have they ever done for us? (laughs) They built us an aqueduct. Aqueduct. (laughs) Back after this break, Scotty. Righto. When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. I feel like absolute crap. I hate myself. I hate my hair, my face. I have no personality. Nothing makes me happy anymore. I had no idea my daughter had depression until I took her to a GP. I just thought she was being a typical teenager. The doctor helped me deal with it, helped make sense of things. Help someone find a way back from depression and anxiety. Find out where to get help at youthbeyondblue.com or call 1300 Hi, this is Basher Hooley from the Richmond Football Club for RAD. There are many things in life we can't control. One thing we can control is the decision not to drink and drive. So if you're going to hang out with your mates and have a few drinks while watching the footy, have your own pre-game plan. Agree on a designated driver who won't drink, share a taxi or catch public transport. By planning ahead, you'll make the road safer for all of us. A message from recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. From Mordialic to Malvern, you're listening to Southern FM. From St Kilda to King's Cross, it's that 
face against the glass And watch the white lines rushing past And all around me felt like all inside me And my body left me And my soul went running Have you ever seen King's Cross When the rain is falling soft I came in on the evening bus From Oxford Street I cut across And if the rain don't fall too hard Everything shines just like a postcard Everything goes on just the same The loneliest friends I keep my mouth well shut I cross the open hands Where the palm trees have it high I give you all of Sydney Harbour All that land and all that water For that one sweet promenade I give you all of Sydney Harbour All that land and all that water For that one sweet promenade Scotty, there's the Godfather. Very, very uh, the people's poet, Paul Kelly. I was going to say it's, uh, it's he's just got that voice that is so distinctive uh, of of you know he just he just owns that space, doesn't he? He does, and look, yeah, that's, that's he's, uh, he's a ripper. Oh, there's many more I could play, but that's from St Kilda to Kings Cross is sort uh, of a nice way to finish by talking about someone who actually can travel yeah, across a border. That's right. Um, so it's a song uh, that's quite nostalgic, and we yearn for those past times when we could actually travel. Yeah, and I could anyway. have played many more songs, Scotty. There was a there was a very large piece of me that wanted to play. The boy who lost his jocks on Flinders Street oh, Station yeah. by the painters and dockers. You, but we talked about that the but, other week. Uh, it probably doesn't bear listening when I listen to it this morning. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple of very good songs if you want to go and listen to this and continue the theme when you get home. Right, it's a lovely song by the youth group called Frankston Line. It's a very nice yeah, song. I think I've heard that. There's a song by Camp Cope, a young uh, young band called Footscray Station. Right. So have a look at that one. Yeah. Um, there's a great song by the Cosmic Psychos who have been played on this program. Cosmic I think I, Psychos, I think I yes. once played you their song, Nice Day to Go to the Pub. Yes, you yes. did. We've yes. got another song that's just called Pub, 
and it's a very punk song, but it mentions all the pubs that they drink at. Oh, nice. So that's a nice one. Yep. There's a song by the Lucksmiths, which is a very cruisy number. That's called Sandringham Line. <laughs> so you might want to give that uh, a bit yep. of a run. Yeah. And uh, we've, uh, there's, there's many others, of course. You can go and listen to some more Skyhooks. You can listen to Turak Cowboy. Turak Cowboy, yeah. A few others like that. So, so I hope that's given you some inspiration to go and listen written, to songs about I've, Melbourne. I've written those down. I'll uh, Once I've got through uh, Borat and uh, yeah, re- re- a, recompose myself. There's a, there's, a, there's a bit there for you. It's nice. It's nice. mas. <laughs> Shankwe. Oh, I can't. So there you go. So that's, uh, that's what we've done today is sing some songs about Melbourne. And what we'd like to do is sing some songs about uh, Australia and parts of Australia. But I'll save that for another day. All right. Once we've been released. Okay. Yes. Um, now, I said, we've only got sort of a few minutes we to go. Be, but, but there are a couple of, there was just a, a couple of things you need to get off well, your Well, no, this, uh, we'll put this into the, uh, this caught my eye. Right. Um, it's called Divine Intervention. And, and then somebody writes a little piece that says, the churches need to do a bit more lateral thinking and at the same time show up the stupidity of the COVID regulations, somebody suggests. Uh, they should hire the outside area of a restaurant for an hour, bring in 70 worshippers, get them to buy a cup of coffee and a Danish each, and then hold a service with no sharing of food or drink. The stormtroopers wouldn't know what to do as the patients are within the law, eating food outside. The fact that someone is saying prayers out loud is irrelevant. That's a good way of getting a service underway. You could could, uh, just uh, make a little hub of... uh, and connect a little service for maybe tw- even just 20 or 30 patrons. I like this. Have you got any more of these ways to get around um, the well the, re- the restrictions? Uh, no, but there is somebody that uh, this... Uh, Not that we want to be putting ideas in people's heads. No, but, you know, you do, it's just lateral thinking, okay. that's all. You know, just you know, just finding a way. You do the same thing, you get the same result. Mm, so d- right. do it differently and hang on to your hat. <laughs> now... Um, the other one that I did find amusing was uh, Christine Holgate. Uh, she could use a, a new watch. Yeah, well, she's apparently got yeah, several. Yeah, no, but her $40,000 one obviously doesn't work very well, yeah. as somebody suggests. Um, she could use it to time how long it takes to get a letter from Mentone to Edithvale, which is about <laughs> 11 kilometres. I'll tell you how long. Four weeks! <laughs> I sent a card to my elderly father for Father's Day. It didn't arrive until early October, despite the short distance they had to travel because they couldn't go more than five kilometres from their home. (laughs) To put it in his letterbox. Instead of spending thousands of dollars on watches and flowers for empty offices, perhaps invested in more staff. Just a thought, Christine. Just a thought. (laughs) It's an easy target, isn't it? Oh, it just opened up to everything, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what's, (laughs) What's the time, Christine? Time for you to go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, there was all of it going, all on, going so. on. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, have you got a, a, anything left in your bank of? Uh I had a couple of things research. there. I, I had a couple of things, but I just think I'll just keep it light. All right. And amusing. All right. So, um, did you know that... Um, Is this fun facts? These are these are little fun facts. <laughs> oh, good. Odd spots. I like fun facts. I know facts. you like these. I do. So this is why I, I dig them up each week. No, because I do. You, I, I just like the look on your face. We know. <laughs> it takes me about four, and then I get one that gets you. <laughs> so, some of these are interesting. Some of these are amusing. Okay. The first one is amusing okay. or interesting. 
Um, the first known contraceptive uh, ever used by the ancient Egyptians. Wedding in, cake! In 2000 BC. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, go on. I didn't have wedding cake back then, so instead, I used crocodile dung, which would do the job, I would suggest. That's hilarious. Did you know, we've talked about this, fingerprints are different. Yes, you know, everyone's. But everyone's tongue prints are also different. Uh, is that right? Tongue prints. Ugh. I didn't know there was such a thing as a tongue print. Is, it, is that why sometimes that these unfortunates have their tongues cut out? Because then they can be traced as who they are. I didn't know that. How would you uh, go to the doctor? <laughs> can, can you take a tracing of my tongue, tongue please? Tongue Print. But, oh, God. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, righto. Um, I don't know who the bloke that uh, found that out was, but uh, he needs to get a bit of a Gene laugh. Simmons? <laughs> Gene Simmons. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I like that. Um, uh, do you know the honeybee? The yes. honeybee kills more people worldwide than all the poisonous snakes combined. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, you get... Uh, yeah, those, those bees pack a punch, don't they? Yeah, but I mean, it's but it's even like you know, what am I thinking of? Mosquitoes with malaria, yeah, and, yeah. you know, that's, correct. They're the biggest I mean, they're on top the of world. that now, I think. Yeah, but yeah. God, in years gone by, yeah, they um, were they were, they were corru- this is one about us humans, right? During t- in a twenty four hour period a day, yep. the average human will breathe twenty three thousand times, right, in a day, yep. Exercise seven million brain cells and speak four thousand eight hundred words. Haven't got that many. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we speak four thousand eight hundred words on this program. Oh, I tell you what, but wouldn't that be funny to go back and actually count how many words you had knocked Imagine out? Imagine if you had hours. a word limit, because you oh. get to your word limit and you <laughs> you got a mute button. <laughs> just you just stop. You, 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 you get locked jaw. It stops. <laughs> you just you can't do any more. Imagine oh. getting home from the end of the day, you know, yeah. and you're speaking to your bride and she's asking you questions. Oh, look, I've yeah. got to be very careful. I've only got yeah. four words That's left. Right. Get me a beer. <laughs> oh, not no. a, not a more hands, no, 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 mind. Okay, wouldn't um, only female ducks can quack. Yeah, I never knew that. There you go. Consider yourself edumacated. Uh, is that why Donald Duck doesn't quack? Because he's a boy? Well, duck, my, male ducks can't quack. <laughs> That's why I was asking about Donald. I've never heard him quack. I've, I've not heard Donald Trump quack either. <laughs> no, Donald oh, Duck. Oh, Donald Duck you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, not Donald Trump. So I don't want to... On tongues, yes. you know, when people kiss with tongues, French kissing it's called. Yes, mm. right. Do you know how much bacteria is exchanged? Oh, <laughs> do you know what? Next question, please. <laughs> All right, move on. Two hundred and seventy-eight. In case you're keeping count at home, be off the scale. Wouldn't off it? the scale. Yeah. You know, the average human body. I've told you this one before. The average human body contains enough phosphorus. Yes. To make two thousand two hundred match heads. Yeah. We've got phosphorus in it. Yeah. Well, is that how? Is that why we get fired up? At <laughs> times? <laughs> Or burnt out. Or burnt out. <laughs> um, I don't think. I don't think we, you have told me that before because that's fascinating. I've told you this one before, and I, I just think it's a great stat. It's estimated that at any one time, 0.7 percent of the world's population oh, is drunk. Yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> slaughtered. <laughs> that's a lot of people. I love that. Hey, the uh, electric chair. Are most of them in Russia? The, the electric chair was invented by a dentist. Oh. Which makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Yeah, I guess so. Because you've got to keep people comfortable while you're so, drilling in their, in their gob. 
So you might as well keep them comfortable. You're strapped down. You're going to chuck 30,000 volts through them. So do you think he was trying to give them an anesthetic and he said he just fried them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've discovered something. I've discovered something. (laughs) I just plugged that machine in incorrectly and zap. Like Mrs. Penfold that thought she was making uh, medicine and (laughs) instead everybody came back and said, your medicine's good. (laughs) Can we have some more, please? I'm feeling better now. (laughs) Uh, Another one on cats. Yep. Cats v. Dogs. Yep. Cats have 100 vocal sounds. Dogs wow. have 10. Wow. Yeah. Mine have only got one H, I reckon. <laughs> they all sound the... Dogs have only got a couple. No. I'm hungry. This is the main one. Um, I like this too. This is East Germany, back in the uh, the you know the wartime. Yes. Uh, but until 1990, sausages were still legal tender. Whoa. Yeah, you could pay for stuff with snags. Really? Yeah. So you could just barter with a, with a, with a string of snags. Correct. Oh, I love that. That's a Monty Python gag for yeah. sure. Well, can, I have a, can I have a slab? Here's my 40 sausages. Here's my 40 sausages. <laughs> it's like bartering. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like that a lot. You, you don't have a print. You're not printing money at home. You're just making a lot of snags. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, where's that pig that you had the other week? <laughs> that's right. He's not here anymore. That's right. um, <laughs> see that? See, see that telly? <laughs> that used to be a pig. <laughs> 23% of all photocopier faults are caused by people sitting on them and photocopying their buttocks. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. In my next have you ever done that? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Oh, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You've got to be careful. Yeah. You don't want to get glass in your... You don't want to get glass in your afterthought. Oh, it's very funny. Very um, funny I'll tell you what. I'm coming back in my next life as a... Uh, as a, a photocopy technician, <laughs> <laughs> they roll up Mate, two hours late. If they're not in the Bahamas by the time they're forty-five yeah. years of age, <laughs> she's like, oh, she oh, re- yeah. she's broken this one. You'll need a new oh, one. Correct. Okay. Um, alpha alphaeophobia. Alphaeophobia. It's a fear of marshmallows. I was going to say, it's a fear of words, clearly. <laughs> fear of marshmallows. Marshmallows. What could you what want, be what, scared what of? Scary what would about be that? scary about marshmallows? Oh, I don't know. Maybe they're too soft. Or they, mm. uh, I don't know. Okay, a couple of more fun facts, and yep. we'll have to wrap this uh, right up. Wrap this wrap no, up. I like this. Nice way to finish. Now, um, babies are born with 300 bones, but by adulthood, we only have 206 bones in our body. So something happens. They all meld together or something like that? Possibly. Hmm. Yep. The human eye sees everything upside down, but the brain turns everything right side up. Oh. Did you know that? No. No? There you go. So when you go upside down, why does everything look upside down? Because the brain turns it the other way around. Yeah, but it looks it's upside a, down when you're upside it's a down. false positive or a reverse <laughs> negative. <laughs> Just go. Something like that. Next one. <laughs> uh, our eyes are always the same from birth, but our nose and ears never stop growing. That's correct. That's I growing. was aware of that. Yes. Why do, do you ask Pinocchio? Why do you ask Pinocchio? <laughs> or Dumbo. Or big ears. <laughs> yeah, Dumbo. <laughs> and uh, uh, a snail. It can sleep for three years. Oh. <laughs> Of course they can. Of course can. it can. It takes them a year to cross the footpath, <laughs> so three years, that's a dawdle. Scotty. Oh, mate, that's been a lot of fun. It's been a fun. Yeah, that's a ripper. You go away and watch your movie and have I'll your I'll do that. Up. I'll do the same. Yeah, we're going to do that. Thanks for listening to Two Smoking Guns and here at 88.3 Southern FM. Uh, have a good, safe week, old son, and well we'll come back and why don't we just do it all again next week? Why not? Why ever not? Coming up next is the AMRAP radio program with lots of great new Australian music. So it's...